Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, Hard to Make Friends as an Adult. I'm Ryan. And I'm Macy. And today we're going to talk about social groups and how you can make friends with them. We happen to have an expert as our host, Macy, here. Take it away, Macy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It is true. I am a meetup host expert. Yes. <laughs> I have been hosting meetups for over six years now. I have over 10,000 people in my groups around Texas. Between those and the ones I host in Chicago, I've had close to thirteen to 15,000 members in the last six years throughout my groups. Um, let's just say I've learned a lot about people and events and expectations when it comes to making friends. I do have a really positive experience with meetups. It is how me and Ryan met, for one. Fun fact. Ryan came to the first meetup that I ever hosted. It was like January of 2017 in Chicago. It was freezing outside. I think it was like snowing. Yeah, it was, was at a pizza place. Was it a pizza place? Uh, Rivoli's or something? <laughs> Rimali's? Rivoli's? I don't know. Rinaldi's? I don't, I don't know. know. It was in Old Town of Chicago, if you're familiar. Um, it I thought was, it was in Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, Old Town. Yeah, it's like the same. Is it the same? Well, it is. Because okay. we bar hopped through Old Town, if you remember. Oh, man, that was a long night. It was a long night. <laughs> uh, so, get this, you guys. I was going through a lot at the time. I had just lost a really good friend and family member to a death. And I was really depressed. And uh, I decided my 2017 New Year's resolution would be, like, kind of reclaim my social life. So I went to meetup because I had been to a couple meetups previously and they were all a complete bore and so awful. <laughs> and I decided, look, I want to be realistic. So I started the anti-meetup is what I called it. And I posted it and I said, let's go to Rinaldi's Pizza or whatever it was called. Yeah. And uh, it was like a Friday night, like January. It was freezing cold and it was right by my apartment at the time. And I said, like, let's just meet here and get drinks and see where the night goes. One one quick interruption. Do you still have your descriptions for the events like that you used to host in Chicago versus the ones you host now? I don't know. I'm sure they're very similar. Because but... we should do a whole different podcast on your meetup descriptions. Because oh she says it was that as a description, but it was full of color and oh, detail. Yeah. No, my and fun. description was literally something like. I absolutely hate meetup and don't even come if you like meetups. Yeah, it was I'm trying so... to make friends and get drunk. And if you're not, you can literally see yourself out. Yeah, and as a reader, it seemed so real because I actually hadn't gone to any other meetups apart from like a sports one. And I kind of got the same vibe of what they would be. But having someone like a host say that stuff, you could just tell that it was going to be unique. And that's part of the reason I went. Thank you. So, yeah, I, uh, I go to the hostess event. At the pizza place, and it's, you know, 7 p.m. or whatever on a Friday, freezing cold out, and uh, the first person that comes is, like, the weirdest person <laughs> I've ever met in my life. <laughs> no, I kid you not, like, completely socially awkward, like, no good stories, really weird, kind of creepy, and I remember being like, this is what I get for putting this <laughs> on the internet. This is meetup. And I was almost really bummed out, but the within, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, more people started to show up, and they were more normal people, people I'd be friends with, and one of them was Ryan, and then a couple of our other friends that we ended up being good friends with for, like, the next year or two showed up, <laughs> 
And uh, the night kind of went on, and we started bar hopping. Um, the bar was actually so excited that I brought in so many people on a January Friday when it was like 10 degrees out that they bought us all shots. So I was like, I made it. <laughs> this bar is giving me free shots. I made it. What was your free shot? What was it? Uh, I'm sure it was like Malort or something. Oh, no. It couldn't have been Malort because I had my first Malort shot at your second meetup ever. Okay. Then it wasn't Malort, <laughs> but it was gross, I'm sure. It was some cheap vodka or something. <laughs> For those who don't know Malort, it's a tree bark-based liquor that is the Chicago it's known brand of the liquor. most disgusting thing you will ever put in your mouth. Yeah, it's, it's not bad at first, but the aftertaste just does not go away, and it is not pleasant. No. So, uh, we left there. We bar hopped around. I think we did karaoke, maybe. We ended up at the McDonald's on, uh, Old Town, whatever road. <laughs> Were you about to sing? <laughs> you had to sing Lil Nas X. Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like two a.m. The bars are closing, or not? Because bars are open till four a.m. There, and I'm like covered in French fries, basically. <laughs> and I told Ryan and like two other people there, I was like, "We're gonna be best friends forever." And you can tell they're like, "Okay, you are so <laughs> drunk. You need to go home." So I go home, and the next day, I again wake up covered in french fries, literally. And I was so embarrassed, and I was thinking, I have to delete this group. This was so awkward. And to my surprise, I, like, logged in the meetup, and everyone was like, oh, my God, I had so much fun last night. I can't wait for the next meetup. My next meetup, which was a couple weeks later, had, like, 50 RSVPs. I had texts from the night before, like, can't wait to hang out. Let's get brunch. And I had this whole kind of epiphany that, you know what, I'm not the only lonely person. There's a lot of people that want to make friends and need this outlet. So it's kind of a game changer. And I think that that's when I decided that I could be successful and I could host meetups. And that's kind of where my whole personality came from. (laughs) As an adult, uh, the last six years, it's been like my entire identity, practically. It's how I've met Ryan and then how I've made almost every friend I've had since um as a 20 something at least yeah so I am very positive about meetup I think it can be really awkward that's so true I mean you have to be really careful I've had so many creepy people I have had to block creepy people yep um I will say like not to call out men but like I have hosted literally like hundreds of events I've had thousands of members but I probably had like 30 to 40 women ask me to ban a man and for good reasons <laughs> yes for good reasons not like oh he was weird it's like oh this man like followed me home or showed up to my work or won't stop texting me yeah yeah so men please do better <laughs> yeah um it's you you're the problem it's you Taylor Swift might say it's her but no it's you yeah yeah and and men are the worst even as a man like i will go to some of them and there are some people that just struggle to hold a conversation and it's all good you know you try your best to go through with it and it is what it is everyone has different social anxieties and things and you really try to but every once in a while you'll go into that creepy guy and they'll mention something and you just get a weird vibe from them i think it's just a consequence of the social groups and the internet you know no matter what you're gonna have a few creepy individuals there i think that that's so accurate like what you're saying like with men and being creepy and 
So that is the one really negative side to meet up. Um, you really need to be aware. You have to be careful. These are strangers on the internet. It's an app, <laughs> you know, and so many people act like meetup is like a dating app, like Hinge or Tinder or whatever. Even though you might be on there for platonic reasons or for work or networking, there is someone there that's trying to like hook up with someone that night, you know? Yeah. And so you really want to be careful. You want to be aware, but... Once you get past that, if you find, like, a genuine group that you fit in with, it can be a great way to make friends because almost everyone attending is maybe new to the city or they have that hobby in mind or they're trying to make friends and everyone is usually really social and outgoing and trying to connect. And it's easier than, like, say, going to a bar or going to the gym or something where you have to, like, actually make the first effort. It's just, like, everyone's making the first effort. And everyone wants to connect and make friends. And they're all there for, like, the same purpose. And usually the host is trying to facilitate, like, conversations. So if you're going to go to something as a newbie and trying to make a social life, a meetup is probably one of the best ways to do it without, you know, being too anxious or worried about what people think. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd agree. I think my take is a slightly different one as a participant, rather not as the host. And like Macy said, when I started going to the group, I immediately realized some of these things, right? You know, okay, there's always a few people that make, you know, others feel uncomfortable. Sometimes there are people that are really cool, but they're only going to be there that one time and they're never going to show up again. Like there are all these little kind of niches to meet up groups. Mm -hmm. But what was really great, especially about your groups, like I said, I haven't really gone to any others, is that the same core group of people tends to go to each thing, even if not everyone can make it. But, you know, you get a good core base that rotates through the events and you always know somebody, which makes you feel a lot better about meeting others and you know for me at least with my group one thing that I've always been very consistent about is that I've always been like the only host that's not true for most or if not almost every other meetup a lot of other meetups are successful because they have a lot of hosts right you host every event <laughs> I host every does. event there's been maybe one or two exceptions when I haven't hosted something and I've always thought that, you know, whether you like me or not, at least you know that every meetup and every event, you'll at least know me. And that's right. one person that you'll have something in common with. And you know how I run things and, like, how it's going to go. And maybe you like it or you don't, but, like, it's always very, like, the same vibe, if that makes sense. And I think that's really helpful for making friends and putting yourself out there. So I'm very strict about that. Not every group is, but... I think if you join, like, a meetup or a social club, it is really important to, like, have the same values and personality traits or expectations, like, as the host because that is who's going to ultimately, like, kind of, you know, I think kind of determine what the vibe and the group turnout ends up being. Yeah, your event descriptions, as I said before, are fantastic about themes that you come up with about different... I love a good theme. <laughs> you do. You do great themes. And just the different categories of events you do. I think it's it's something for everybody. But you also really do a great job of focusing on friends first, which does significantly help the creepiness factor. A lot of the men in particular, or just people that are coming to try to hook up, will read some of the descriptions that basically spell out word for word do not come if you are looking to hook up with people. This is a friends first group, platonic first kind of thing. 
Yeah, and that is also really important. Like, And I've also noticed, like, as a female host, for example, women seem to appreciate my group more than, like, the hosts that are men only. Yeah. Um, and same with, like, other sexual preferences and things like that because – I think people want to have someone they can relate to and that they can trust. And if I'm being honest, like as a woman, you know, if you're a single woman going to an event, you don't always trust like a man host. And that's sad that that's the world we live in, but that's that's how it is. So I think all those things come into play when it comes to like getting the most out of your meetup experience and going to a new meetup group or even as a host. If you're listening to this and you're thinking about starting your own group, you know, that's great. But you want to decide like, you know, who your audience is, like what your kind of event vibe is what you're trying to accomplish because all of that ends up impacting like who comes who gets the most out of it and if you're gonna be you know happy and excelling in that too so yeah and as a participant you really should go and focus on your goals set a goal of what you're trying to do at the event not saying you have to make a friend every time, but you should go with an open mind to talk to a lot of people. Maybe you're going just because you really like this event. Find people that really like the event too and talk about that. There are simple ways that you can maximize the experience as someone who goes to the events. Um, Obviously, the first and foremost rule though is be respectful and don't make anyone feel uncomfortable. It shouldn't be that hard. So we've been talking about meetup groups because I host them and it feels really natural to talk about that. But I think when it comes to groups and social clubs, you know, there's a lot of other types to think of. So, like, there's country clubs, there's alumni groups, there's workout, fitness, gym clubs. There's so many social groups you can join nowadays. There's even, like, Facebook groups um, where you can find, like, almost any interest imaginable. And it's really worth kind of, I think, appreciating and looking into all of those if you're trying to make new friends and you want to have people have something common with you um do you agree with that Ryan would you say that that's a good way to also kind of diversify your friend group but find people with similar interests yeah and it's easy it's easy go on the internet and search something you're interested in near you and see what's there even if it's going to a place that's hosting an open event that's still kind of a similar group where mm-hmm. you can meet people that do that every week. Um, really, there's just unlimited options with the internet. I think with a meetup group, you know, maybe it's a little more focused and getting people back each week. But there's absolutely so many options. And also, if you're interested in a Nicolas Cage group, message us because I want to start the world's largest Nicolas Cage fan group. Uh, hit me <laughs> up, please. Thank you. You can do that uh, if you'd like. Um, but yeah, I think other groups, you know, there's church groups, there's karaoke and bands. I mean, you there's can a Facebook join. group for anything. Literally Facebook groups for everything. There's social clubs, Toastmasters, alumni organizations, there's country clubs. country <laughs> <laughs> clubs. So many things. And all of them are like location and interest based. So... I think the great thing about a club is that usually there is someone like in charge, like an organizer, and they really are responsible to make sure you get the most out of the group as a member. And that does really kind of help break the ice, I would say. And I think that's why clubs and meetup groups and stuff like that can be so um, beneficial as an adult trying to make friends. 
because you're not going at it alone. Almost everyone's like your same age group. You have something in common, whether it's your location or a hobby, your school, whatever. And on top of that, it usually is being run by someone that's like, you know, invested in ensuring that you come back and you're getting the most out of the group too. And that is going to go a lot further than like, say, going to a bar and trying to meet a friend or you know, going to a running club or something, like, if there's not a host or something like that, so... Yeah, it's weirdly a cheat code to get you a step ahead, you know, someone will have a shared interest there, and it's an environment that facilitates open communication. Yeah, so I think that's really important, and I think, uh, for me, I mean, to kind of end out the season one on this episode... I think it's a a really great episode to end on because if you haven't had luck in any of the other topics that we've discussed previously, you know, roommates, travel friends, coworkers, whatever, for however many reasons, if you find a meetup or social club that has something that you like going on, that could be a great way to actually make a friend. And again, like there's so many people involved They want to grow the group. There's a host that wants you to be involved. They might reach out or, like, discuss with you, hey, what can we do to make you feel a part of this organization? And that is so much more beneficial than, like, any of the other friend groups. Yeah. Um, So I think it's it's a really great one to end on because you can make a friend, I'm sure, (laughs) through any of these organizations and opportunities. And Meetup has, like, hundreds of thousands of groups there's virtual clubs. Eventbrite has virtual events. Right. You know, uh, there's so many different activities and things. And same with, like, alumni groups, Facebook groups. You name it, there's a group for it. Yeah. Everything we've talked about thus far into this podcast journey, combine it with this. Find a hobby group that you want to get involved with. Reach out to them. Do the thing, you know? Yeah. Do the thing. Go and reach out and talk to people. Funny enough, um, I recently joined a maximalist interior design Facebook oh, group. Okay, I'm going to take a quick nap. You go for it. <laughs> uh, this group has, like, low-key saved my life. No, the reason I say nap is because almost every day Macy sends me something from this group saying, can I do this to the house? <laughs> can I do this to the house? And I always go... Sure, I don't really care, but <laughs> something's always different when I get oh home. Oh my god. No, but they're they're like so like minded with my personality and they're so accepting and I would love to be friends with these ladies and men in this group. Whoever they are, we have the same similar like design interests. And and it's kind of crazy. It's maximalism. I mean people post some weird <laughs> What is maximalism? Maximalism is like the opposite of minimalism. It's like Oh, you had this very clean, organized room, and like, let's just put crazy designs and and um, paintings and fabric, and it's just wild. You know what I mean? Got it. Got yeah, it. Got it's it. wild. 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 It's just everything, everywhere, all at once. A movie that I've tried to get you to watch five <laughs> times now. Won't watch it. Oh my god, no! But there is literally a group for everything, and I think once you find a place that you're appreciated. You can make friends through that. And, and even if you don't make friends, you're making connections and you feel valued. And that is the best anyone could ever want. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to season one of our podcast, Hard to Make Friends as an Adult. We will be having season two out very soon and we're super excited for it. 
And we hope that talking about these categories of friends has helped and encouraged you to make your own. Yeah, and we want to hear from you. You have a interesting, cool friend story. We would love to talk about it on the next season. That's so true. Well, I'm Macy. I'm Ryan. And we'll talk to you soon. Adios. Bye. So, Macy, what were your favorite events that you've ever hosted on Meetup? As a Meetup host? Yeah. With my groups? One of my favorite ones I ever did was a fake bachelorette party. Ladies only. We had a blast. So, because I wasn't there? Or? Yeah. No, because you weren't there. <laughs> no, it was so fun. It was like all ladies. Some people dressed as brides. Some people had like shirts on that were like, she said yes, I said drinks. We had like the draws. <laughs> it was a grand time and we just got like drunk and went dancing. It was so fun. Well, as a participant, I will say one of the more fun ones you did was the adult prom too. Adult prom was really fun. We did the adult prom. That was a fun one. We had the prom king and queen. And yeah, we all went to like a nightclub-esque kind of place. Yes. But we got there earlier where was there was so not really anybody now. there. And we, yeah, it was like we took over the whole club. It was so fun. That was a really fun The one. owners loved you too. Oh my God. Uh, what else have we done? We've done like a lot of like costume contests. Uh, we, we're doing in a few weeks a dress as 90s teachers bar hop. Oof. Where you do the denim jumpers. Okay. I'm excited with the, you know, with the embroidery Winnie the Pooh and stuff. So if I show up in acid wash jeans, is that too 2000? No, that's probably right on point. Oh, okay. And I will say I've got just a little touch of your host energy when you let me lead some ghost tours on your meetup groups too. Yeah, we have done some ghost tours and Ryan is our ghost tour with the most. I will say it does give me a little adrenaline being the one talking in front of everybody, you know. Maybe I should start a rival group to rival you, Macy. There you go. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely check out your local meetups. And if you're ever around, check and see if we are in your area. Hard to make friends as an adult. It certainly is. 